Well, welcome once again to our Route 66 uh, travels and our wonderful Day in the Lord broadcast. Uh, we have been going through the Old Testament and finally got through Proverbs. We, we stopped along the way and looked at some of the markers in Proverbs, but we're going to speed up now as we move into some of the other Old Testament books, beginning with Ecclesiastes. What an interesting book Ecclesiastes is. Some people consider it depressing. After all, it begins this way, as, as Solomon, who probably wrote this in his old age, uh, wrote these words right off the bat. He says, Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. That's not exactly a positive thinking kind of guy, is it? Uh, vanities means uh, a mist, uh, something that's temporary, something that is even uh, without meaning. And so you'll find it translated some different ways in various translations, uh, like a, something that's worthless, something that is meaningless. And so he looks at life, uh, Solomon is looking at life, uh, and he watches people around him, and he's probably an older man now, and he looks around him and he wonders, what's the point of life? Uh, all the things that I've tried, all the things that people try, uh, it's like chasing after the wind, something he says uh, 20, uh, nine different times in the book, chasing after the wind, who can catch the wind? Uh, and so Solomon has tried everything. He's the king after all. He is wealthy and he's, he's brilliant, and he has tried everything in life to find satisfaction and happiness. He's tried sex and marriages and possessions and entertainment and wisdom and reading books and virtually everything. Ten different things are identified in the book of Ecclesiastes as things that people chase after in an attempt to find happiness and satisfaction, and they always end up empty, ultimately. They, things may satisfy for a time, but ultimately it's like striving after the wind. So left there, we're in trouble. Uh, there's a couple of phrases, though, that really help us. One in particular, uh, he mentions in verse 3, for example, what advantage does a man have in all of his work, which he does under the sun? 29 times Solomon uses that phrase, under the sun, and it's a key to understanding the book. Under the sun means life under heaven. And really, how, the way Solomon is using it is as if we it's a life without connection with God. So what would life be like if there was no God? If, there, if all we have is being born, growing up, working, striving, going after this, that, and the other, getting old, getting sick, dying, and so forth. If that's all there was to life, and that's all there is to life under the sun, Solomon suggests, uh, then life would be without meaning. It would be vanity of vanities. And so what life would lived without God, life lived without a connection with God, would certainly be empty. Solomon is not going to not deny that in any way. He'd say, he says it would be like living and striving after the wind. So where is the joy of life? Solomon mentions a couple of things here that he says God gives us as joys of living, just living life. And he mentions it six or seven different times. Uh, chapter 2, for example, at verse 24, there is nothing better for a man than to eat and to drink and to tell himself that his labor is good. This also I have seen that is from God, or for the hand of God, for who can eat and who can have enjoyment without him? Yeah. He talks about the simple pleasures of life. These are gifts from God, to eat a good meal, to have a good night's sleep, to enjoy the love of your life, to raise your children and enjoy them. Uh, these are simple pleasures that the rich can, can enjoy 
and the poor can enjoy. Everyone can enjoy these things uh, if we have them because they're simple pleasures given to us by God. Solomon is saying, you know, you strive after all these big things in life and, he, and they end up empty. And right in your own living room, right in your own life, are these simple pleasures that are gifts from God for us to enjoy. And so he, he talks about that a number of times in his account here. But ultimately, he comes down to, to this, that life lived without God is ultimately meaningless in this life and in the next. And so he comes to the end of the book, and we come now to our, our theme verse. We, we've seen the, the theme of the book, the key word for the book is vanity. It has to be, because it's mentioned uh, 39 times, vanity. But the key verse is, is chapter 12, verse 1. Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth. That's a part to memorize. The verse goes on to say, before the evil days come, and the years draw near when you will say, I have no delight in them. But the part I'd encourage you to memorize, the key verse, is to remember your Creator in the days of your youth. What makes a difference between a life that is meaningless, a life of vanity, a life of chasing after the wind, and a life that has value and importance and meaning? God, the connection with God. And therefore, as we can make that connection, the Lord has given us all these wonderful things to enjoy under the sun, but only if we have a connection with God and realize that life is to be lived for Him. So remember the Creator in the days of your youth, and even in the days of your old age, that will give us a wonderful life in Christ.